0: Welcome to the MedCore Podcast Network. My name is Carrie Stevens, and I'm the editor of 24-7 and your host. Today I'm here with Scott Skinner, a PhD candidate and well-known member of the HTM field who is currently conducting a really interesting survey that we think y'all should take part of. So, Scott, welcome.
1: Thanks, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today.
0: Of course.
1: Uh, Like you said, I've been around a little while, been in the HTM field more than 25 years now. I started off in field service and operations, and then went to work for a six hospital system in Kentucky, where originally I was in supply chain and oversaw capital procurement. And then I moved into HTM, the HTM executive role, and uh, was there for 13 years. And uh, now I'm a director of capital equipment planning, uh, where I help analyze medical equipment inventories for uh, client hospitals across the country. But I'm also a PhD candidate working on my dissertation. So because of my background, I've just been really interested in how hospitals go about evaluating and selecting medical equipment. I just think it's a fascinating topic. Uh, There's not a lot of research out there on the topic, surprisingly, Uh, so there's a gap that needs to be filled, and uh, I'm working to do that uh, with the survey I'm doing currently. And uh, and uh, the research is part of my dissertation.
0: That's awesome, and congrats on your going for a PhD. That's amazing, especially in this field. So can you talk about the HTA and how it's defined?
1: Yeah, so I'm referring to the process that we evaluate and select medical equipment as health technology assessment. Uh, So first we have to understand what's meant by health technology, and it's actually been defined by the World Health Organization uh, pretty broadly to include devices, drugs, procedures, and even systems that are used to help solve a health problem and improve the quality of people's lives. Uh, Again, it's an extremely broad definition, uh, but of course in HTM we're most concerned with electronic medical equipment, uh, which is a subset of the device domain of health technology. So probably the latest definition for health technology assessment or HTA is from a couple years ago, uh, where it was defined as a multidisciplinary process that uses specific methods To determine the value of a health technology at different points in its life cycle. And the purpose of of HTA is to really inform the decision-making process. Uh, So we end up with uh, an equitable, efficient, and high-quality healthcare system. So again, when we say HTA, we're really talking about all the various processes used to evaluate and select health technologies. Um, Now, just quickly to mention HTA can occur at varying levels. So, HTA seems to be most often associated with policy-level decision-making. So, for example, if we're deciding if a wound care technology makes sense for Medicare patients. So, in that instance, we're talking about the entire Medicare population. Um, Another example might be evaluating a new imaging technology for the National Health Service in the United Kingdom. So, in that instance, we're talking about an entire country. But um, HTA can also be used at the organizational level. And uh, that's mostly what we're going to be talking about today. And there's a good example of of HTA being used at a hospital in Canada, for example, to facilitate the choice of smart pumps.
0: Okay. And how does a hospital-based HTA generally differ from big picture HTA?
1: So where big picture HTA might focus, again, on that broad population, we're really, when we're talking about hospital-based HTA, we're concerned mostly on which technologies best fit with our local circumstances. So our hospital might serve special patient populations, for example, such as a children's hospital that might be 50% NICU patients, uh, or maybe our hospital is a dedicated heart hospital. Um, also, there are unique things with uh, the operating environment, if you will, uh, the, the clinical staffing that might be present in, in a particular hospital, the culture uh, all those things must be taken into account uh, to see if we can determine the best fit uh, from a safety, from an efficacy, effectiveness, and, and cost-effectiveness uh, standpoint. Uh, but again, from a local or regional perspective.
0: Great. And what are some of the best practices used in hospitals?
1: So, uh, you know, I'm going to use an analogy here—the classic iceberg example, where you know you have the iceberg floating in the sea, and you see part of the iceberg. It's obvious you can characterize it, but then a, a significant part of the iceberg is below the waterline, and we can't see it. Um, so, really, HTA in hospitals is attempting to evaluate what that entire iceberg looks like. Uh, so, some of the things that are that are looked at include clinical evidence. Uh, are there peer-reviewed publications that support uh, the idea of the technology or one technology over another? Um, Technical analysis can be another aspect. Uh, so HTM or IT might look at serviceability, supportability, um, security, um, you know, things that are more technical in nature. Um, from a clinical perspective, we might look at doing demonstrations where a vendor or potential vendors bring in technology and they show us how it might be used. Uh, we may decide to carry that a step forward and actually do simulations so, uh, develop some, some standard clinical scenarios that occur in the hospital, bring in some of the technology, and actually have some of the users go through and emulate those practices and see how they would work in that technology. And then, um, uh, probably the most advanced, you know, sometimes it makes sense to bring things in for, for actual trials, clinical trials. Right. Uh, if, if, for example, we get down to a couple of Of options, and both of them are viewed as safe and effective. Uh, Let's bring both of those options in and and use them in a controlled way uh, to see if we can determine which one might be the best fit among both potentially acceptable fits. Um, So some other things are gathering feedback from other hospitals. It's always good to know what others have experienced who have gone before us, uh, where we can can learn some, some things without having to you know the effort of a sometimes a failed uh, implementation on our own. Right. Um, we might look at history of problems and recalls that have been associated with technologies. Um, and a big one, which uh, sometimes HTA gets a little a little uh, uh, chastised for, is uh, focusing on total cost of ownership. Uh, so sometimes HTAs are are chastised for being a little bit too financially focused, but. Uh, As we know, in today's environment, the total cost of ownership, understanding the full cost going in can be very important. And i draw an example to to buying a car. Most of us go to buy a car. We are probably focused on the color of the car, the the features. Does it have a heated steering wheel? Is it comfortable to ride in? We're probably not thinking a whole lot about what the the ongoing support cost of that car are going to be, or we assume they're all going to be roughly equivalent to each other. And those of us in HGM know that that definitely is not the the case. Always the case. Uh, serviceability and supportability varies widely. Uh, the ability to partner with with vendors in different ways varies varies quite a bit. Uh, but at the end, all of that is taken into consideration. And typically, we have a multidisciplinary team that's been assembled to wrestle with all these different uh, all these different uh, questions, and then basically debate. You know. You know, here's all the evidence we gathered based on all this do we think we would achieve uh, you know certain outcomes uh, with one technology over another and again which might be the best fit uh, for for our organization given all those circumstances
0: great so what's the prevalence of these different practices
1: yeah surprisingly we we don't know uh, I've been looking into this for for a period of time now, there's very little prior research on the state of HTA in U.S. hospitals. Uh, In 2003, there was a small informal study done of uh, West Coast VHA hospitals. That was 19 hospitals. uh, That was published in some supply chain literature. Uh, In 2007 and 2008, there was an international survey done, uh, but it only had a single U.S.-based organization to participate in it. Um, so most of the research that you look at is, is out of Europe um, and out of, out of the international space, uh, not so much in the, in the U.S. And of course, generally, when you're looking to study a situation, you really need to understand the current state before you can suggest future steps. And that's really where I think we are as an industry right now. We need to really need to better understand what's going on with the current state uh, before we we try to look at some jumping off points and how we, you know, advance the conversation uh, nationally.
0: I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, something we're always talking about in the magazine and even on the podcast is how biomed can get a better seat at the table for these important discussions. So how can a biomed be part of the discussion when medical equipment is being evaluated and selected?
1: Yeah, great, great question. So Pretty much everybody in HTM has had the following scenario happen: the first time you find out a new technology is coming in the hospital is when it shows up on the back dock, right? And we we that's the the issue that we want to we want to address. Uh, and I have a pretty strong opinion here. Uh, I do believe HTM does need to be taking a leadership role in HTA in hospitals. Uh, Now that doesn't necessarily mean that we are taking the leadership role, Uh, but uh, HTM folks, we are are great at being objective scientists who approach things methodically and and without bias. And that's exactly the sort of approach that that HTA needs. Uh, We obviously are experts on service and support. uh, We have so much more to offer. Uh, many people in our field have advanced engineering degrees and can help conduct things like human factors analyses, failure modes and effects analyses, uh, things that help determine the degree of fit uh, or lack thereof uh, with technologies in our hospitals. Uh, I think the challenge is, you know, you don't just decide one day that you want to be more involved in HTA and walk up to administration and say you want you want in, right? Um, I think first, HTM certainly has to be well positioned within the organization um, on a a steady foundation and having a history of driving value uh, for the organization. Uh, I do think it's always helpful to be able to tell a story, though. Um, If you have some some internal examples uh, that you can point to, maybe some external case studies uh, when you have those available of things that didn't go so well and what we can do to, to address it. Uh, certainly we want to be careful, we don't want to throw people under the bus, but if we can carefully cite an example where HTM wasn't involved and how it negatively impacted the organization, uh, particularly where we can point out things like metrics, uh, like safety concerns, uh, downtime or, or cost, you know, that can help build a case up front uh, to, to ensure, help ensure our involvement uh, in the process.
0: Perfect. Okay, let's talk best practices now. Um, What are some possible next steps with hospital-based HTA?
1: Yeah, so up until now, I don't think there's really been a formal name for the processes we use in hospitals to evaluate and select medical equipment. Uh, Perhaps the closest term is is something called value analysis, uh, which is a term that typically is used by supply chain and and purchasing people. I certainly imagine that the processes used in hospitals across the country are quite varied, and and sometimes they're not based on evidence, uh, which would put them in the the anecdotal uh, category. Uh, I think we should consider these processes that, again, that we use to evaluate and select technology as HTA. And HTA is a science. Uh, Things that are a science, they get researched, they get studied. Uh, people have discourse about the practices uh, within them. Uh, consensuses are formed on what makes up a best practice uh, that should be considered for uptake amongst uh, other organizations. Um, so I will be honest, though, you know, sometimes HDA HTA gets a bad rap as being uh, overly bureaucratic and a process that adds too much time. Uh, but... Taking it back to basics, I mean, we're making critical decisions for the friends, uh, family, and neighbors that we serve in our hospitals. Um, I'm not saying that we need to spend months evaluating every new or replacement technology in hospitals. None of us have the resources for that. Um, And it it doesn't make sense to, to send every single little thing through an extraordinary amount of vetting. But uh, our friends and families and neighbors, they do deserve a robust process that selects selects the best technologies possible given the resources we have available. We owe that to the patients that we serve. And um, an HTA uh, applied where possible, Uh, again, with the resources that we have available, uh, I think has an opportunity to continue to improve uh, what we're selecting and putting into our hospitals.
0: Great. Um, so how can 24-7 and others in the HTM industry help advance the conversation about HTM's involvement in the process?
1: So, uh, again, I do have the, the research underway, uh, including a survey that's really seeking to capture what those current practices are in the U.S. And the survey is specifically de- designed for HTM folks. Um uh, I'm not looking this to survey administrators or uh, supply chain purchasing professionals. Uh, great perspectives there, but I'm really coming at this from, from an HTM-centric standpoint. Uh, that uh, survey is going on over the next month or so. Uh, so the results from all of my research should be published and presented next year. And I'm hoping that that work will serve to ignite a, a bit of a national discussion among the HTM community. Uh, about a more active role in HTA and uh, one that involves uh, us being uh, leaders and, and getting us uh, another way of getting us out of the basement, if you will.
0: That's awesome. So anything else? How can people find you particularly?
1: Yeah, well, I'm on uh, LinkedIn, certainly. People are more than uh, uh, more than happy to track me down there. And uh, I've been on some of the uh, Amy uh, committees in the past. So uh, my information is also in Amy. If you follow the Amy blogs, I recently posted one of the uh, uh, links to my survey uh, under that blog. So uh, yeah, I am more than, than happy to speak with anyone who wants to talk with me a little bit more about HTA and their hospital. Um, that's actually another aspect of my research is doing some interviews. Uh, so if people have uh, some uh, special concerns or considerations that they think are are unique or they're struggling with something at their hospital, definitely more than willing to to talk with them. And we'll see if we can't get that perspective added to my research.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Scott. It was so great talking to you and to our listeners. Thank you as always. And please sure to visit us at www.24x7mag.com. Take care. Thank you, everyone.